0: for once doing something that has no possibility of getting me sued (laughs) where everything on it is actually made or played or sung or spoken by us (laughs) just just as an exercise
1: it's so unlike music today man (laughs)
0: no no. No, i do resist becoming that that kind of guy the
1: anti-sample or
0: well just the like music these days oh i know even even though sometimes it's very hard not to be that guy yeah like
1: i i do like i find things i'm like at first where i'm like i don't get this but then i come around because i give it the benefit of the doubt but yeah uh, But yeah, certain things. But there are like cool things that like um, there are young musicians doing shit that's just like a number of different genres that I listened to when I was younger put together. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, okay, that's sick because it's just it's just like listening to a mixtape that I had when I was a kid.
0: Yeah. (laughs) You know, and I'm like that fucking rules. So hell yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm into that. Yeah. I mean I tend to I think this might be the transition I've been waiting for the natural transition into talking about the movie cuz I never want to force these. Yeah,
1: like, no. Yeah. You
0: know, okay, so I mean some of this is is of course like I, you know, you can never really judge anything by like going to stores or restaurants and what you hear cuz it'll, you know, that's very like uh it's going to be commercial stuff. It's going to be like you're in a fucking Foot Locker. What do you think? <laughs> Like, yeah, are you really going to say back when I was a kid, the footlocker played better music? Like, (laughs) well, it might have because it might have been playing like Tupac or something. But yeah, at the same time, I'm going to not get too precious about this. But even when I think like I I indulge my like used to be all fields around here type thinking about (laughs) like music used to be better or something. I basically feel like, well, nothing good ever comes from trying to force something like this. Yeah. Trying to, not that I have any any context in which to do this really, but like nothing good ever comes of like trying to tell people, music used to be better. Movies used to be better. Because then what happens is a bunch of people just go, fuck off, old man. Yeah. And – they are right to do that, even <laughs> if I also think I am right that music used to be better.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: but, <laughs> yeah. But it's this thing that I'm like, I think we're both right in what we're doing. Yeah. But this dynamic, if we, this is just the dynamic, is an antagonism between people who have lived long enough to see cycles come and go. Yeah. And people who have not yet lived long enough to see cycles come and go. Yeah. And the deal is, you just have to bear that tension,
1: dude. That's great <laughs> advice. No, absolutely right. Like, and th- I'm trying to do that myself because I am also seeing the cycles and stuff. But I'm I'm trying to just be like, let's not uh, let me not overreact and think like the world is changing, and then get like an existential panic from it or something. Right. Yeah. Like, let me just be like, this is the way of the world. Let me just enjoy
0: it, you know? And also to not get like, you know, because there's, yeah, the the sort of old man impulse of saying like, fuck it, there's no good music anymore. I'm not going to listen to anything that was made after arbitrary year marker or something like yeah. that. Um, but then there's the the other one, which is the sort of impulse to always stay with it and say no, man, everything is really exciting right now. Mm. There's all this really cool stuff. And it's like, I don't know, is there? Like, maybe there isn't. You know, maybe you aren't into what's happening right now. Yeah. And that's also valid. Right. You know, and and forcing it, forcing enthusiasm can start to pick up the, the color of kind of like a midlife crisis. Yeah. There's the existential crisis like, oh, God, I'm old. I'm out of it. I... Every, I'm turning to dust and then there's the existential crisis of I'm young, I'm with it. Yeah, I'm hip.
1: You know what it, it seems like to me like young people set themselves up for a later crisis. <laughs> like because like I, I wonder today like if I'm if mm, this idea is correct, like the the fomo stuff that happens a lot of times, it's this idea that there is a right way to listen to music, that you could be listening to the right music. Or the wrong mm-hmm. music and i can't uh i i don't want to be outside of the right way to do it you know so i'm young i'm like hip and stylish i'm in the in i'm in with the in- these my even my words are like fucking <laughs> like i'm not that old <laughs> but i'm like i guess I, but it's like people like hey i'm in the know i'm hip young like fuck it you know that at attitude set up early that there is a actual in the knowness when there isn't mm-hmm. you know there's no there's no being ahead of the curve because there's no fucking curve it's just no. it's just chance happening right like,
0: well and also i feel like even if you are ahead of the curve because like one that i'm thinking about when um you know and i'm aware that i live in a backwater country so maybe stuff is like already moving on to a a new a new look in like more relevant places <laughs> but uh you know it's like i i go somewhere and see all the like cool you know 20 something people and it is like wow it's very baggy clothing it's like yeah. really really big pants and the look i really am like was dressing like this in, like, 2017. So he was ahead of that curve. But what does being ahead of that curve get you? What it gets you is the resentment that someone like expresses when the rest of the people catch up and come around that curve. Uh, yeah. Where then, congratulations, now <laughs> yeah. you get to say, I did that first. Yeah. And that's that doesn't count for anything. Uh, Yeah, half of the
1: time they don't care. No one cares, yeah, they don't. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> you don't yeah. get a prize, yeah. You don't get like at, at yeah. absolute best, yeah. You get somebody who says, Oh, yeah, man, I saw you dressing like this, and that's why I started dressing like yeah. this. At absolute most, yeah. you will get one person, yeah. who says, Oh, yeah, you were the taste maker, yeah. But for if you are then the taste maker, what that means is I now have to make a new
1: taste,
0: mm. I can you know the thing that i did has fallen by the wayside it's accepted by the mainstream it's whatever so it's no longer interesting to me so now i have to do another thing yeah and again i feel like this is not this is just the cycle Yeah. and it's not inherently like uh exciting or depressing it's your te- your individual tendency to clutch yeah. to it yeah that makes it exciting or depressing that you think this is the best look the best sound right. the best taste and then when it starts to change you go oh no everybody looks stupid now music sounds stupid now <laughs> yeah. yeah you know or you say thank god that other thing is over this new thing is so cool and it's like it's gonna change again man yeah like so if you like the if you look good i like because this is often the thing this is this is actually my optimistic thing for the uncharacteristic Wyatt optimism. Is like <laughs> that. What I will, what I do feel like I notice style wise, and I'd say also music wise, is that it it is getting more towards the like everything exists simultaneously. So I see like super cool guys with like baggy pants and like a really fashionable jacket and then there'll be like a girl in like overalls with like a flannel and there'll be like a guy who's still wearing like skinny jean more like an American apparel look and I'm like this actually kind of feels like everybody's sort of picking what works for them
1: Mm, yeah
0: that it's like oh you know you have a certain body type a certain fashion sense a certain age or whatever and you're able to find the thing that works for you yeah and it feels like it's less of a monoculture than it was mm, when yeah. we when we were like 20. Yeah, right. Where it felt really hardcore, at least to me, like you go to Urban Outfitters and American Apparel. Right. That's it. Yeah. If you are cool, you wear skinny jeans and Chuck Taylors and an American Apparel hoodie. Yeah. And you have, you know, it felt like much more rigid where now I feel like there's still people who dress like that. And there's people who dress like the hyper current fashion of the moment and there's people who dress more timelessly and
1: Mm, yeah
0: and i'm specifically talking about young people i'm not saying like oh there's a 40 year old man who doesn't give a shit anymore yeah yeah this is all when i when i look at the you know attractive young people right (laughs) and i'm like oh you're actually doing a bunch of different looks yeah and i think that's probably the best i think i sometimes think the same thing with music where it'll be like i'll go into one cafe or something and it's like current pop music it's taylor swift or something the weekend or whatever and then i go into another one and it's like some weird trap thing and then i go into another one and it's like this is like grunge you're listening to like Soundgarden. yeah and then there's another one and it's like haromi hosono
1: Mm, and it's like
0: the same kind and they're all the same type of like you know hip coffee shop so it does start to feel like it feels less policed than mm. it did when we were 20 where it was like x is cool y is uncool. Yeah. You like y pff, you fucking loser and the only <laughs> hope you had was to say no 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 I like y ironically. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, I don't right. really like it. I'm it's a it's a bit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, what do you think that is? Do you think it's like the internet because you could just
0: find it? Now the optimism is gone, because I think it's, <laughs> it's this nearly bit less than a century-long experiment in popular-slash-youth culture running itself to its finish line, mm. staggering over the finish line. Yeah. Which is the that people have to remember that, like, pop culture-slash-youth slash culture didn't slash exist until the end of World War Two.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, like, other cultures, too, in the world, they don't—do they— didn't seem to me to be have the emphasis on youth in the same way,
0: you know? No, and That's, that really yeah. was a, yeah, it was a thing that after the war, the kind of like, the, specifically the affluence, the economic boom of um, that America experienced yeah. after World War II, and then more slowly Western Europe. Yeah. Because uh, it was my, you know, when you actually have the war fought in your country, it's harder to <laughs> recover so quickly. Yeah, but of course. But the American, um prosperity that came after the second world war was like oh we can make a lot of money off of this mm. and so companies started you have this mixture of on the one hand companies start realizing that they have a, a different demographic to market to and that they also because we're talking about you young people that they have a demographic that changes very rapidly yeah that it's like if you're marketing to whatever the 18 to 25 year olds or something it's like that's seven years. So every seven years you have a completely new customer base.
1: Yeah.
0: And so there's that as sort of the cynical economic engine behind it. But then there's also the you have the biggest generation, the, the boomer generation, biggest generation growing up in a prosperous, generally peaceful time. Mm. And you have all the like, you know, their sort of rebellious like rock and roll and the hippies and the beats and the all these movements happening that feed into the idea of, like, the new. Yeah. Okay, what's the new thing, you know? Where before, it was less fixated on the new Mm. fully. Yeah. And so then I feel like basically what happens is you get this sort of decade or half-decade by half-decade revolution of, like, underground black music becomes rock and roll, which becomes psychedelic rock which merges with folk music which becomes hard rock which becomes metal which becomes punk post-punk synth pop grunge drum and bass idea you know this kind of these sorts of things and then right around the end of the 20th century starts hitting the point where the only thing left to do is start recombining Mm. so it's like okay the whole palette the color palette has now been created And now we're in the point of, well, how many sub-colors can we get from mixing those things together? And that's lasted us another 24 years. But it does feel like, you know, the the longer this has gone on, that engine is running itself out. And I think our generation was the last one to believe in the engine,
1: Mm.
0: is almost the way I would put it. That we were the last ones to fully because we were born when the engine was still going. Yeah. It was still like, this engine will never die. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> this will keep going forever. Nick Land's dream will make sense. Like, <laughs> and then, you know, so, but by the time you get to like people who are now in their late teens, early 20s or something mm-hmm. like that, this obviously has a huge amount to do with the internet, but it does feel like, well, you've kind of seen th- seen through like, that engine isn't going to run forever. Yeah. But I think somehow because of the other thing that our generation experienced is we were born into the world of this engine will never stop running. And then we realized, ah, fuck, it's running out, isn't it? Mm. Where people that much younger than us didn't have the disappointment. Yeah, they just see it how it is a little bit clearer. clearer. Exactly. And I think that that's helpful. I think that that's the point where it's like, oh, it doesn't, not in a nihilistic way, but like, oh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah, that engine's running out. Yeah, there's a little
1: more freedom there to be wiser. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's cool. I mean, that seems pretty optimistic to me.
0: No, it is. I mean, I'm, I'm the, the funny thing is, I'm not like. It's unfortunate. I don't love. I started flipping through the filth again the other day and i'm i'm at this point where i'm like am i about to reread all the grant morrison stuff and discover that i actually like it <laughs> um <laughs> but there's a there is a thing that i'm like eh, unfortunately i have to quote grant morrison but he's he said at some point about the the state of things that uh things are always desperate but basically fine
1: mm. yeah
0: and i'm like that's pretty much where i'm at yeah is like oh yeah that there is a desperation and sort of severity to things. Yeah. That's always like a, t- a pressure that's always there, but it's like Yeah. Yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>